glad you're all here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome to Stop the Presses. I am your host, Johnny Delirious, Laboratory Naturopathic Doctor. I'm sitting in for Mark Anderson, who's on his way back. He's in Texas now, and he will be back on Friday's show. So we're glad Mark is back from the Northland. He's warmed up in Texas, and he'll be back on Friday's show. So many people have asked me, what is the hair tissue mineral analysis, the HTMA? And I promised them that I would do a whole show about that, and I possibly might get to some of that today. But first, I want to ask you a question. Did you know that nearly all heart attacks are associated with low copper in the body? Yes. The medical tyranny has been lying to you for years and years, draining your pocketbook all the way to your grave. First, they told you that, you know, too much fat causes heart attacks and to avoid fat to prevent heart attacks. Well, they're wrong about that because avoiding fat is extremely unhealthy. Then they said it was cholesterol and you should avoid that. And, of course, they were wrong about that again because now we know, you know, cholesterol is healthy for us. So then they try to cover their tracks by saying there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol, and oh man, it goes on and on and on. And again, on and on they go, never giving you the real solutions or factual answers. Don't think that they really don't know, because they do know, and they they know uh, what the real answers are. And some valid research will briefly slip through to the light of day and perhaps... It might make it to your ears or to your eyes. Well, as always, Johnny is here to bring you the truth. And copper deficiency is the main cause of heart attacks. And some will just say, well, okay, I'll just take more copper supplements and avoid heart attacks. Well, not too fast. It's not that uh, quick a solution. And, and that's not the solution either. Please listen up to this important show I'm going to lay it all out, and I'll try to get into the HTMA as well because it's a very important, critical piece to this whole big puzzle. So there's not a mystery about it. It's real easy to understand if you get the truth. But they've been hiding the truth and putting out all this false information so you don't know what's real what's not real. Gosh, it's like so many other things in our world. So I'm going to get into it right now. What does this all mean? Well, let's look at some real-world situations that I know everyone can relate to, but yet not fully understand. I want to bring you to some, uh, your attention some latest research from my dear friend, Dr. David Watts. He's head of research at Trace Elements Laboratory. I've in, been working with them intimately for over 30 years, and uh, they're one of the labs I work with, but... He wrote uh, and writes for several medical journals, and this is out of the uh, one of the journals. It came out in May, June of 2019, and the title is Heart Disease, Soft Drinks, and Copper, okay? So, I mean, like I said, Dave and I, we're, you know, we're the king of HTMA. We, we know all about the hair analysis, and so he wrote a very, very... Uh, telling a report, all documented, and I'm going to bring mainstream as well. But I want to first 
open this up to let you know what we're saying from our lab, okay? And this is Dr. Dave Watts. He's a Ph.D. in nutrition. He's a doctor of chiropractic, and he's been head of uh, Trace Elements Laboratory. Been working with him for over 30 years. So, you know, recently, and I'm going to take a couple of quotes from his article. I'm going to read a few things. Recently, a popular news story warned that high long-term consumption of sweetened beverages such as soft drinks and soda may increase health risk. A study published in the journal called Circulation, and this is like a peer journal that goes to doctors. This is from 2009 from Malik, and that's who did the uh, this particular article, and they found that sugar-sweetened beverages, as long as artificial, as well as artificial sweetened beverages, were associated with mortality rates. The study consisted of over 37,000 men and over 80,000 women who were followed uh, for over 20 years. This is a big study. Their conclusion found that consumption of the sugar-sweetened beverages is associated primarily with cardiovascular mortality, okay? So heart disease in men and women, typically heart attacks occur more in men than women depending on their age. The average age for men having a heart attack is about 66 years compared to women whose average age is 70 to have a heart attack. Now, if there's any callers, I encourage you to call in. That's not a problem. Uh, I'll take callers because I know this is <laughs> this is on everybody's mind. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to do two or three shows on this just to make sure I get the truth out there because, believe me, the powers that be, the medical tyranny doesn't want you to know. So, continuing on Dave's uh, article and his research, uh, Heart attacks can happen at any age and in either sex, but the rate is similar or equal to both men and women after 60 years of age. In fact, heart disease is the number one cause of death in both sexes. The study published in Circulation also found that women 50 years and older who consume diet drinks had 29% increase for heart attacks and a 23 percent increase of strokes so you might want to think slow down on drinking all those colas and diet sodas anyway so here we go we're getting down in the nitty-gritty high fructose and the heart disease uh, enigma it seems that high fructose intake is the underlying factor in contributing to many of these statistics this is from the american journal of clinical nutrition this is from 2015 from Stanhope. He's the researcher, uh, reported that a consumption of beverages containing 10, 17.5, or 25% of fructose produce a linear dose response increase to factors contributing to cardiovascular mortality. In other words, that as, as the sugar or the fructose goes up or the, you know, it goes, that is higher in the drinks that you're eating, you know, that 
graph goes up, it takes a vertical rise. It, you know, your cardiovascular mortality goes way up and your risk goes way up as well. So they talk about risk factors include lipid and lipoprotein abnormalities, uric acid, triglycerides, cholesterol, and apolipoprotein. Okay? Now, from the American Heart Association, published their recommendations for the reduction of intake of added sugars found in soft drinks and processed foods. And, and so they state in the journal, again, a different issue, but the journal circulation that high intakes of dietary sugars in the setting of worldwide pandemic of obesity and cardiovascular disease as hiding heightened concerns about the adverse effects from excessive consumption of sugars. The mean intake of all persons was found to be over 22 teaspoons per day, okay? However, it appears that in the age group between 14 and 18 years, consumption is about 34 teaspoons a day. In other words, the younger you are, it's, you know, on average across the population, the more sugar they get. Now, they have a danger of heart uh, disease, too. But Okay, so here we go. High fructose corn syrup used in most sweetened beverages is playing a role in the epidemics of insulin resistance, obesity, dyslipidemia, and type 2 diabetes. Now, this is from the American Heart Association Circulation Journal uh, 2010, June of 2010. Now, in earlier shows, I talked about the insulin resistance. I talked about how, you know, there are many things that trigger our insulin resistance, but sugars, of course, is one of them, all right? And it also forms, so diabetes, heart disease, all these things play in uh, to a common uh, theme uh, to where, you either get overweight, you get diabetic, a heart attack, or all three, okay? So here we go. Here's the real telltale right here. The fructose-copper connection, and we we know this from our hair tissue mineral analysis. They don't tell you this anywhere else. So what is the connection between fructose and heart disease? This is from Dave Watts, and, and he's backed it up with, with valid research. Uh, from Big Pharma and other researchers. The answer may lie in the fact that fructose is known to antagonize the mineral copper. It has been well documented that adding fructose to diets of animals induces copper deficiency. This is from animal studies uh, from these researchers, and these are big PhD egghead kind of guys and gals. That's all they do is is just look at, at rats. Okay, although the same has been not sufficiently studied in humans. See, they, don't, they haven't studied in humans, but they know what happens in animals. And so, you know, Dave, you know, just to be on the safe side, Dave says, you know, uh, the response of humans to high fructose, fructose intake is not unlikely this, the response to copper deficiency caused by high fructose intake in animals. So Dave's just saying it may be the same as animals. Well, it is, folks. Okay, let me just tell you. The more sugar you take in, the more copper you're pushing out of, of cellular absorption, which means you're raising your heart attack 
uh, you know, likelihood and probability, okay? So here we go deeper. Dave's getting into deeper study, uh, deeper detail. Copper is a constituent of many important enzymes, including cytokinol, exodase, superoxidesmutase, cytoplasm, seroplasmatase, dopamine hydroxylase, hydroxylase oxidase, tyrosinase, monomine oxidase. It is involved in the iridoxidase activity, electron transfer, free ragdoll scavenging, neurotransmitter, as well as immunity. Now, this is all from another report in relation to the isometric heart, heart disease study, and the heart is one of the major organs affected by copper deficiency produced almost in every risk factor, okay? So he lists the, the determining factors of, you know, copper uh, of you know of copper deficiency and of course sugars right at the top of course also there's poor glycemic tolerance okay that's insulin tolerance where we're not processing the sugar well that just pushes our copper out more and I had other shows where I talked about how when we get insulin resistance we're not processing our sugar and then all of a sudden uh, you know all we can do is, is store it as fat, so it just goes right to your belly. You know, you get what they call midriff bulge, okay? So there's all, also abnormal EKG. Uh, it, high, it, it stimulates higher cholesterol, and it also stimulates the uh, <clears throat> low-density cholesterol, which is not the good cholesterol, so it tends to push out the high-density cholesterol, which is the good cholesterol, and this is what sugar does. So not only are you not getting enough copper, but that effect, that, that directly affects the cells, okay, especially in the heart when it comes to muscles. And you're, and you're not getting copper absorption. All of a sudden, your muscles get tired really quick. So sugar is not the best thing uh, for when you go on your workout. It really is not. They, you know... I'm telling you, I'm trying to tell you the truth, and you may not have heard some of this before. That's why I'm going to do two, three shows, and I'm going to go over all the studies, and um, you know, so over and over again, there's all these different studies showing that the high fructose, the sugar, the insulin resistance, you know, causes copper deficiency. In the cells, I'm talking about on a cellular level, that means your heart cells, okay? So that's the main cause. That, you know, it may be caused by all these other factors, but the end result is you don't have enough copper. And boom, your, your heart muscles are weak and that they may kick off. You know, they, you know that's when you might have a really bad day and boom. The heart just gives out because there's not enough copper on that day. All right? That's basically what it is. So high dietary fructose intake is associated with non-alcoholic fatty liver degeneration. Now, I did a whole show about non-alcoholic fatty liver degeneration or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Okay? That's the other thing that, that is, you know, if if... if the fatty liver disease doesn't get you and kill you, then the heart attack will. 
It's just a probability. All their animal models show that. Either one or the other, that's how the rats die, okay? Either from uh, fatty liver degeneration or, you know, non-alpha-like fatty liver degeneration or heart attack. That's how the, the animals die in all these studies. I'm just cutting to the chase, okay? So liver and serum copper levels are found inversely correlated with the severity of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So again, eating more sugar and more fructose and more sodas and everything like that, you know, your body gets insulin resistance, it stores it as fat, your liver becomes more fatty, you're depleting your cells from the copper. One day on a bad hair day, bad liver day, boom, you don't have enough copper, you have a heart attack. Or as time goes on, that fatty liver disease will get you as well. Okay, so I'm going to go on deeper and show you some other things that mainstream is showing. Now, this is from, from my lab, okay? I work with three or four labs, okay? This is from one of the main ones. I've been, I've been working with these guys over 30 years. And... That's their research. And the only stuff they can really pull to validate is from these animal studies. Because trust me, the powers that be, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the uh, American Medical Association and the National Institutes of Health. I know they do a lot of good work. They get a lot of money. They do a lot of lobbying with government. But tr trust me, folks, they don't always tell you the truth. In fact, most of the time, you're not getting the truth from them, okay? So I'm just here to tell you, that, you know, right here in the fatty liver disease, in one study, we found significantly lower high uh, <clears throat> hair copper levels, okay, with the animals that had fatty liver disease. And, and trust me, you know, in, in, in the analysis laboratory, when we're doing hair tissue mineral analysis, we do hair for horses, hair of dogs, we do hair of humans, and also uh, we do hair of other animals, like rats and rabbits, but that's just internal. That's just, you know, our stuff. But for the customer, you know, we'll test your water. We'll test your horse's hair. We'll test your dog's hair. We'll test your hair, okay, all to bring about better nutrition, better health for that particular dog or patient, okay? And, and trust me, folks, it's just amazing. You know, I, I know people like in Lexington, uh, they, you know, they want to win the Breeders' Cup. They got their horses and thoroughbreds, and they test them regularly, you know, every six months with the hair tissue mineral analysis. But can I get those owners to do a hair test themselves? Oh, no. And I got other clients who, you know, little Fifi always wins the AKA, uh, you know, National NK National Kennel Association dog show, you know. I'll be right back. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. We are back. You're with Johnny Delirious, Laboratory Naturopathic Doctor on Stop the Presses. And uh, I was just talking about one of my clients, and uh, we test the hair of her little dog, her little peek-a-poo. And her little peek-a-poo doesn't always win, but many times has won at these uh, American Kennel Association dog shows or whatever they go to. I'm not familiar with that. And that, and the reason I'm bringing all that up because they do the hair analysis for their little peek-a-poo, and he's a star. Um, and, you know, she dresses him all up. And anyway, um, but can I get them to do a hair analysis for, for themselves? No, I can't. But they'll do it for little, you know, their little Fifi uh, or Fifi. I can't remember what, but they call her Fifi for short. But it's a long little French name. Um, but you know, the, he had a heart attack. Okay, her husband just had a heart attack. And when they go to those shows, and every time I've seen them, they're always drinking sodas and they, eat, you know, a lot of desserts. So, you know, I couldn't get them to do a hair tissue. Little Fifi's doing good, but I couldn't get the owners to do good. And so he he just had a heart attack. I think he's home. But uh, anyway, so the hair, the, the hair doesn't lie, okay? Okay, little Fifi's doing good, but the owner, you know, he just had a heart attack. So it, it's kind of close to my heart about all this because the hair doesn't lie. And so just getting further into this, uh, idea about uh, the research because most of it they they can only find with you know animals, but you know the development of heart heart disease is known to differ between men and women. However, copper imbalance may be the key factor in both of them, so it doesn't matter. You know the copper imbalance is what the key is. The fact that men tend to have a greater incidence of heart attacks at an earlier age than women, and you know it doesn't matter. Men tend to have naturally more sympathetic dominant and lower tissue copper concentrations, while women tend to be more parasympathetic dominant and higher tissue copper. So, you know, when we do hair analysis, you're either a fast, which is sympathetic dominant, or you're a slow metabolizer, which is a parasympathetic dominant. So it just depends on where your minerals fall, okay? However, after menopause, women develop heart attacks at a similar rate as men. This is due to the reduction of estrogen, which often corresponds to a reduction in copper retention. Okay, so they're losing more copper, and of course they're having a more probability of heart attack. Often mineral patterns of women before and after menopause show a shift in their mineral patterns from a post, I mean, you know, parasympathetic uh, toward a sympathetic dominant along with lower uh, lowering of copper elevation and other zinc to copper ratios. See, this is important. We do ratios in the hair tissue mineral analysis as well. So zinc to copper ratio is a very important ratio. And zinc to copper concentrations are measured in the hair, and this is what's going on in the cell, okay? 
that those ratios, we, we see what the cell's doing, we know what the whole body's doing, okay? So, <clears throat> the ones with the zinc-copper concentrations that were measured in the hair, in the urine, you know, that had the lower copper, you know, where the zinc's pushing the copper out because there's just not enough copper, you know, th those were the ones hospitalized for mitochondria infraction, you know, they had heart attacks, okay? So the mineral concentrations were also determined in patient descendants and compared to a control group who had no family history and zinc was found to be higher and copper lower in the descendants of the patients. So when that copper's low, that zinc, or, that zinc will, will push up and keep pushing the copper out. See, that's just the way it works. And um, so anyway, so in conclusion... Uh, it should, it's, you know, Dave is saying it also should be noted that excess tissue copper can result in decreased zinc activity or superoxidismatase activity. So you don't want to take copper supplements just directly just to prevent heart attack because you'll be lowering your zinc and that is not good either, okay? And that might contribute to hypertension, elevated cholesterol, and triglycerides as well. So this biophasic effect, you know, emphasized the need to assess the, you know, individual needs and treat the patient accordingly instead of merely treating the symptoms. Now, the hair tissue mineral analysis can be used as a screening tool for the assessment of copper status and, more importantly, copper's relationship to other nutrients. See, that's the whole thing because, you know, there's two or three other nutrients. I know, you know, if someone has a high cobalt, that's going to push uh, zinc out, and, you know, then the copper may not come in as much because the zinc usually is pushing the copper out if the copper is low. But if the copper is low, you have a high cobalt. I mean, the physiology, it gets complicated, but the hair tissue mineral analysis shows how to make it all easy, okay? So... I want to go later on the second half of the show. I will take callers. If you have any questions, you can call in to uh, Republic Broadcasting Network. And uh, I'll be right back after these messages. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. We are back. I am Johnny Delirious, laboratory naturopathic doctor, sitting in for Mark Anderson. He's made his way back to Texas from Michigan, and he will be back on Friday's show. Okay, so I'm continuing my um, <clears throat> dissertation about copper, and you know, lowering of copper can add and cause more heart attacks. 
So I'm going into more studies. I have a bunch of studies. I can't possibly go into all of them, but I'm trying to paint a big picture here so you understand the full measure because some people say, well, I can just take copper. No, no, that won't work. It's like it's like when I did the show the other day about the microbiome, uh, you know, and how it affects the brain because all our brain activity is going on in our gut. And, you know, you're, you know, if you don't get, you know, three or four essential amino acids that the microbiome will make, you know, if it's a healthy balance of microbiome, you know, tyrosine, tryptophan, and, and uh, you know, those those are made by the organisms. So one of one of my uh, one of the callers called in and called me up and he said, "Well, where can I get those supplements for you know tyrosine, tryptophan, and phenylalanine? Where you know where can I get those?" And I said, "Well, you don't want to just take them because uh, it's better if the organisms in your gut build up and make them because then it's directly you know." utilized by your brain in the amounts and right there where it's needed. But if you start taking and supplementing, see, it builds up your liver. And I found out, I found out about that the hard way when I was recovering from my hepatitis and I took some amino acids. I took some, you know, other minerals and it will build up in your liver and they will crystallize. You don't always, when you're taking those raw, you know, pure form of supplements, they they crystallize in your liver. You know, you don't use them right away. So that's why I always say over and over and over again that we have to get our minerals from food. You know, just like Hippocrates said, food is our medicine and thy medicine is thy food. First, do no harm. Food is thy medicine and medicine is thy food. Because, you know, we want to take as few supplements as possible. Now, you know, I take one or two supplements according to my HTMA, but they're tiny little pills. They're not like really big pills, and they're usually not a lot. And so it balances out what we don't get from food. We just take a few. You know, a little goes a long way. So less is more. That's one of my big expressions when I tell all my, all my clients and patients, I say, less is more. So, in this particular case, you know, the powers that be don't tell you that the reason that people have heart attacks is, uh, you know, the contributing, the, the final cause is copper, low copper in the body. And that's caused by not, by getting too much sugar, maybe getting too much zinc. You may get too much iron, okay? It just depends. It just depends on what... See, because all the studies that I'm showing right here, this one's from uh, 2007, USDA Agriculture Research Service. The title of this, this is from Science News, okay? This is for research organizations, and the title is Dietary Copper May Ease an Ailing Heart. Now, they're talking about for animals, okay? Okay, new animal study as evidence, including foods rich in copper along with a well-balanced diet may be good for the ailing heart. The study appears in March 19th issue of the Journal of Experimental Medicine. Okay, and it's talking about sharing it, you know, with all your agriculture research and your uh, big farms and all that. Um, Of course, it's the same for humans, okay? So I'm just... 
showing you the studies I can find. Most of them are for animals, but we know from the lab doing hair tissue mineral analysis that that copper is the number one key to heart, you know, to causing heart attack. When you don't have enough copper, you know, and you, you know, that can cause and trigger a heart attack when all of a sudden your copper gets really low in your body and has been low for a week or so. Uh, that'll trigger a heart attack, boom, right there like that. But if you get too much copper, that's really bad too. You know, if you get too much iron, you're pushing the copper out. I mean, there all these things. So that's why the hair analysis is so important because we can see, you know, the relationship. You know, we, we look at over 41 to 42 different minerals, you know, and heavy metals, trace metals, and their effects on each, you know, copper, it's the metal, okay? So, right here, a new animal uh, study aids the evidence that including foods rich in copper along with a well-balanced diet may be the key, key uh, you know, for, for an ailing heart. Study appears in March, okay, so then this is from the Dakotas and from the University of Louisville Medical Center uh, in Kentucky. Copper is an essential trace element that acts as a cofactor for the physiological function of many proteins. The tiny amounts are contained in hundreds of copper-dependent proteins that perform essential biological functions in animals and humans. So I'm, I'm talking now about food, how, how we can get it from our food, okay? Now the HTMA will show the diet to follow and those foods to increase certain minerals and certain other foods to not, you know, take because it will decrease. If you avoid these other foods, and then those minerals that are too high will be decreased. So it's all about food, okay? So for the study, research challenged two groups of mice and, and for two months resulting in cardiac Hydrophobia, okay, a condition which, uh, which the heart becomes bigger followed by disease. So in other words, enlarged hearts often occur in response to elevated blood pressure and the potential for more heart attacks and heart failure. Okay, both groups were fed the equivalent amount of recommended dietary copper for adults for the entire two months. But after the first month, the test groups Diet had increased to contain the equivalent of three times the human recommended amount of dietary copper, an amount that is still just one-third of the equivalent safe uh, upper limit for humans. But four weeks, uh, by four weeks, heart disease developed in all the mice, and by eight weeks, heart failure developed in the control mice. So the control mice that didn't get enough copper, you know, uh, they, they had heart attacks, okay? But the hearts of the mice receiving the extra copper return to normal size and function despite the fact that the cardiovascular challenge continued throughout the eight-week period. So they both had, you know, their, their hearts were enlarged, but, but the mice that got a little bit extra copper compared to the, to the test group, they didn't have heart attacks, okay? This is like 100%. All right. In human Hydrophobic heart disease and large heart muscle leads to shortness of breath, enduring exertion, and discomfort caused by reduced blood supply to the heart muscle and or abnormal heart rhythms. Okay, so those are the signs. Okay, so confirmational 
controlled human research studies are needed in which volunteers, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's tough to do it on humans. I, I don't want to go for that study where they're going to restrict my copper, okay? I, I, I know I'm going to get a heart attack. All right, so anyway, so out of JAMA, Journal for American Medical Association, copper and legumes may lower heart disease risk. I tell many, many of my patients to, hey, you know, like rice and beans, you know, keep a pot of rice and a pot of cooked beans in the refrigerator. When you need something to eat, just get a spoonful of each, and boom, you have half your meal right there. Or, you know, any grain can be, you know, rye and lentils or, you know, barley and black beans, you know, any any kind of legumes, okay? So that tends, that that makes a full protein when you have a whole grain and a whole, you know, a legume. And I and it's get best to sprout them. So this is from JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association, from 2002. Copper and legumes may lower heart disease risk, okay? And I tell all my, all my patients to start with, right, you know, a grain and beans and have that on hand all the time. So they say an increase... And copper intake with an increase in legume consumption may also can be have contributed to the results of uh, because copper deficiency is the only nutritional insult that elevates cholesterol, blood pressure, and uric acid. See right there, right from the Journal of Medical Medical Association, American Medical Association, a copper deficiency not only. Uh, elevates cholesterol, blood pressure, and uric acid. It also has ad- adverse effects on electrocardiograms. So, boom, right there. It makes your cholesterol go out of whack. It makes your blood pressure high. Uric acid goes up. And your heart starts, you know, doing throm- thrombosis and these fibrations, you know. And it also impairs glucose intolerance when you don't have enough copper. So all these things play in, and the only way we know what's going on with the copper in your body is in your cells. And the only way we know what's going on in your cells is to do a hair tissue mineral analysis, okay? So, I just wanted to, you know, and there's other studies. I got from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, uh, Dietary Copper and the Risk of Coronary Heart, heart, heart Disease. Over and over again, they're saying the same thing. But they also reinforce what we've been saying in hair tissue mineral analysis at the lab for, you know, what I've been saying for over 35 years. Right here is Lou. He's one of the guys in the study. And this is from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. And this is one of the scientists. They found that higher intakes of whole grain foods are associated with lower risk of both fatal and non-fatal coronary heart disease among thousands of women studied since 1984. The association was not, uh, you know, between those two were not fully explained, but they know that dietary intakes of dietary fiber, folate, you know, that's with the legumes and the grains together. Okay, that makes a complete protein. So, I just wanted to, uh, you know, the copper shortage may affect every time the risk of coronary heart disease. It says over and over in, in this journal as well, okay? 
right here it says in brief the western diet is frequently low in copper copper deficiency is the only nutritional insult that elevates cholesterol blood pressure uric acid has adverse effects on electrocardiograms it impairs glucose intolerance so already you know by not having enough copper you're insulin resistant okay you're not you, you know you have a glucose intolerance so anyway uh, this is so important now they don't tell you this in mainstream but again in these animal studies they know and this was from a Japanese research from Okinawa you know Lou he's this Japanese Japanese scientist okay so I just want to emphasize uh, I hope people that really take a close, closer look at the hair tissue mineral analysis. If you want that hair tissue mineral analysis, I can certainly help you out there. Just go to johnnydelirious.com and just go up at the top right-hand corner where it says contact and just click on the form and just send me the contact form. Say, send me information about the HTMA, which is hair tissue mineral analysis, because the real key is balancing minerals in the cells using the food, folks. That's the only way to do it. Eating and drinking less so sugary sodas would be smart move to increase mineral intake like copper. Okay, that's one thing you can do. But we want to see what the other minerals are too. We want to see what the zinc is doing. We want to see what your iron is doing. We want to see what your cobalt is doing in relation to copper because they all have a play on how much copper you're going to absorb in the cells. We also like to see our patients balance the digestive tract with the three R's for total gut restoration as well, you know, you know, with the other lab that I work with to get your microbiome balanced because we want to make sure that that tryptophanium, phenylalanine, tyrosine all gets, you know, up into your brain because you can't really supplement for that too because it is, uh, those are three essential amino acids that are best made by the microbiome, the microflora, and the microbiome. When they make it, it's right there. It goes straight to your brain. Because we know, I said in past shows, that over 80% of your brain activity occurs in your gut. So balancing your gut and balancing your cells are the way to do it. <clears throat> so you balance the cells with, you know, the HTMA. You balance the gut with the three R's, and I'll be happy to help you with that. And again, by contact, just go to the contact form on johnnylearis.com and just send me a message saying I want information on the three R's and the HTMA. So your immunity response gets into high gear. When you balance your cells and balance your gut, your immunity response gets in high gear. Your copper is balanced. You know, you don't have heart. I mean, I'm... Folks, I'm 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 really getting close to 70 years old myself. Okay, and I run every day, I walk every night, and uh, you know all I do is follow my HTMA. So that's all I do, and make sure I follow the foods to eat more of. I eat more of those, and it, if I get my hair tissue mineral analysis says I'll avoid these foods and I avoid those. Okay, so. That's when you get your immunity response in high gear and your body will start cleaning away all the layers of those toxic opticals. You know, because the toxins are what's really holding us back. That's what's really doing it, folks. You know, and I've done other shows about glycosate, 
glyphosate. Uh, it's just, you know, it, we're under siege in every way, whether it's too much sugar, too many toxins, too much glyphosate. I mean, you can go on and on, but we don't have to be uh, a victim of these toxins, okay? We don't have to be a victim at all. So if you follow the right diet, you won't be a victim. So your immunity strength can continue, and the body will eliminate, like I said, all these unneeded leftovers that are lodged throughout our system, no matter what your age. You know, you can get rid of all that, and you can be, uh, you know, be free of, of of the potential for heart disease. You get your, you know, mental health back, or as good as it can get back. So I just want to encourage people to do that, <clears throat> and. You know, trust me, lower copper levels. I'll be right back. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. We are back for the final segment of Stop the Presses. I'm Johnny Delirious, Laboratory Naturopathic Doctor. And I wanted to uh, wrap up here. This is the final segment. And I want to encourage everybody to do a hair tissue mineral analysis because then you'll know exactly what foods you need and you can avoid uh, risk of whether it's heart attack or any other problem. I mean, once you get balanced... You know, in the keys and the significant ratios that we do, you know, there's over 40 different minerals that we check in your body. But the significant ratios that we check is uh, exactly what's going on in your cells. So the significant ratios, you know, we show that on the report. And this is a comprehensive report, folks. It's like, 
you know, eight to 12 pages, depending on what your analysis, how much it entails. But the mineral relationships or the balance is so important, and if not more so than the individual mineral levels that we find. The ratios reflect the critical balance that must be consistently maintained between the minerals in the body for healthy metabolic function and optimum cellular energy production. That includes your heart cells, okay? Continue research uh, also indicates metabolic dysfunctions uh, that occur and also what's necessary as a result of those dysfunctions. And so the, the ratios tell everything. So this is a complex interrelationship between minerals that's going on inside the cell. And once these imbalances are identified, corrective therapy may then be used to help reestablish normal uh, biological and biochemical balance within the cell. That's the key. So then the cells, when they're strong, you know, they start eliminating the toxins and, you know, your body gets that out and after, you know, a few weeks, six months, you know, you totally get balanced, you get strong again. So our cells are restored and you can get your GI tract restored also with the three R's and all the systems in our body are functioning at an optimum level and soon you have true wellness in your body and mind. So ongoing, we, we monitor our biochemistry and, you know, we know what foods we need. And I want all my patients to be in control of their body, their mind, and their health. So when you know the right foods that your cells need, you are in direct control of your health. There's just no question about it, okay? So when you live this life of homeostasis or balance, you never get sick again. So with the hair tissue mineral analysis and the three R's program, I work with three laboratories, you know, real closely, and we use those uh, two different uh, therapies. And you, too, you know, can stay away from heart attacks. You can stay away from all illness if you have your microbiome balance and you have your cells balance. So if that's what you want, then call me. My number is 972-825-7912, 972-825-7912. Or you can go to my website, uh, johnnydelirious.com. And go to the top right-hand corner where it says contact and click on the form. Just fill it out and say and send me information about the three R's and the HCMA, and I'll be happy to do that. So I want everybody to make sure that uh, you get the information you need. The whole point is survival. The whole point is never give up your free will. The whole point is remember we have the power right in our hands to do anything we want. Don't let them take that away. It's time to take control. Make it a great week, everybody. 